0: Toplessrobot.com presents...
1: Just start the podcast (laughs) over again. (laughs) You're listening
2: to Animated Opinions, the only podcast that's full of unicorns. It's Uh, fine. Fucking A. God damn
1: it. No, we don't get to start again. We don't deserve to do this. We watched the Emoji Movie.
2: We did watch the Emoji Movie. It's real bad. I'm going to edit in a better intro, but I'm Melanie. don't.
1: I'm Emily. Today we and have a special guest.
0: Hey, God damn it, Ryan! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ruined. I was keep just following this. the
0: pattern. Okay.
1: There is no pattern. We just kind of scramble and hope that it comes out all right.
2: Yeah, this podcast is a permanent hell for us. You're really uh, interrupting our eternal
0: punishment. Uh, I'm really sorry to to you know put a damper on that. Hey, so but you know.
1: Oh, regular listeners to the podcast will be delighted to know that I'm fully clothed for this recording because it's kind of cold in Los Angeles right now.
2: Wow, regular listeners to I the podcast know. will be shocked that it's hot in San Francisco, so I'm wearing not pants.
1: What the fuck? Did yeah, we change roles. We sure did. Uh, yeah, it's that- only seventy four here today, so I'm in full pants and a sweatshirt. It is also
2: seventy degrees in San Francisco, so I'm in shorts what and the a tank fuck? top. <laughs> That's how weather works here. If it's two Brian degrees hotter like than normal, it's hell.
0: I was going to say, I'm in Arizona, so obviously it's already over 100 degrees. And I regrettably put clothes on uh, before uh, joining this call because I didn't know if there were going to be webcams involved or not.
1: See, the best part about how we do this is there is no visual aspect of this podcast unless we send each other pictures via Discord.
2: Yeah, and then we Fair describe enough. them for the viewers, uh, the listeners. Yes, no one. Views.
1: Or sometimes we just laugh and move on, <laughs> and don't describe them at all.
0: That's good audio.
2: I always yeah. expect to get feedback from listeners eventually. That's like your podcast is terrible. You do nothing for me, the listener. In fact, I don't think you make this for me at all. And I'll have to be like, oh, is that, that's we true. Don't you're right. Yeah, you're kind of peeping I don't make on any my conversation. Podcasts.
0: No good podcasts are made for the listeners, in my opinion.
1: I'm now trying to think of a podcast. (laughs) Just a
0: podcast. Just (laughs) what Anything? Well, the only
1: one that I can think of is My Favorite Murder when they do their minisodes. Those are like... Oh, those are the only functional episodes of My Favorite Murder. I kind of
2: enjoy My Favorite Murder, but I hate the half hour conversation about their improv classes at the beginning.
1: Oh, see, I like see? that because it makes my coworkers think I'm listening to a normal podcast. And then by the time they're just like, Emily's a normal human being, they've delved into the grisly fucking murder.
0: But that's a perfect example of a podcast that's not made for you. You just simply enjoy the, what they're doing.
1: Shit. Well, no, no, no. They're mini-sodes. Sorry, they're mini-sodes. Even they're mini like...
0: the, It's you are giving them stuff. So, like, they like hearing about this stuff anyway. So, it's all still for them. That's
1: true. I told, I sent one in actually. I told them about the time I shanked a guy my freshman year of college.
2: Oh, hopefully that one makes it on.
1: I hope so. It's a good one. It is
2: a great story.
1: Or I should send in the one about how I got followed by uh, an axe wielding man uh, while walking my dog.
2: He was wielding a hatchet.
1: Yeah, it was more a hatchet than an axe.
0: There, is, there are very distinct differences. Yeah.
2: Emily, do Thank we want to keep talking about your capital T trauma or do we want to talk about your little T trauma, the Emoji Movie?
1: I wasn't hugged enough as a child, but we're going to talk about the Emoji Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Was anyone hugged enough as a child? Like, is anyone well-adjusted?
2: Yes. Maybe
1: I, I like
0: to think that I am
2: there have to be people that are well adjusted like otherwise I think the world would be significantly more dysfunctional
0: well of course fucking- uh,
2: the world is pretty dysfunctional right now yeah but we have still the infrastructure of society and things like trains
1: we live in the so- cursed timeline because the emoji movie exists and I went to the mall last month and saw an ad for the emoji movie
0: what Wait, last month
1: yes Explain. Okay, so the Burbank Shopping Center uh, has been under construction for a while. And what happens in L.A. is that when something is under construction, if there's a poster or advertisement, it stays there indefinitely until construction is completed. So when I lived in Glendale and we would walk to the Americana, there was a bus stop that was within a construction zone. So it had an advertisement for home. Like oh, yeah. The 20. Yeah, the... DreamWorks movie that came out years ago So it had that And I guess no one In the Burbank mall Like the whole mall is under construction Kind of And I guess nobody was like We should update this shit Because it's still a functioning mall that you can enter all parts of But they just Still have an ad for the Emoji movie And I saw it in July And I was like what the fuck Did I just time travel (laughs) Like I had a moment. I took a picture of it. And I think I sent it to you, Mo.
0: Oh. How dare they remind the public that the emoji movie was a thing that existed.
2: Well the Ad Council I mean, was streaming also, on Netflix. The Ad Council also Is ran really anti bullying ads. About the emoji movie. What? Yeah. uh, It was high five and Gene high fiving, saying, be nice to your friends or whatever. It was the most toothless anti bullying ad I've ever seen. And that's saying something.
1: That's bullshit. Let kids bully Uh... each other
2: to establish
1: a hierarchy. Fair. Like, no physical violence. Like, don't let kids stab other kids, but like.
2: Also, the larger children should eat the smaller children.
1: Yes, absolutely. And there should be a conch shell.
0: Yes.
2: If they can decapitate an the movie? others, they win. No, not yet. We should in make that a
0: very worrying direction.
2: This
1: <sighs> Okay.
2: There's a lot of existential <laughs> dread on this podcast and I can't believe you didn't already know that based on the fact that was- you've technically heard every episode.
1: I was I mean, about to say do pieces. you not hear the bits where we just go off?
0: Honestly, as your producer, all I actually do is set up a template that roughly deals with your voice as well and run everything you send me through that.
1: God bless. Yeah, don't listen to do any of the There's... Yeah, I feel like...
0: But that's cool.
1: Whatever. I would just like (laughs) to remind Mel that you picked this movie. Yes, I did. You asked for this. Yes, I did. However, I am the person that knows multiple individuals that worked on this movie. Really? Yeah. Really? A lot of people, a lot of people after a certain film from redacted studio were kind of strung Along, I guess, and they wanted to move within the studio, and the studio was just like, no. And so they went to Sony, and Sony was just like, yeah, you can totally be the exact thing you want here. Just move to Vancouver. And so a lot of people moved to work on Angry Birds and then got rolled into the Emoji Movie.
0: Oh, that would explain why Voodoo has Angry Birds in the Emoji Movie as a two pack.
2: That does make
1: sense. It would. Yeah, because I think the tail end of Emoji Movie, um, sorry, the tail end of Angry Birds rolled nicely into the Emoji Movie, so they just
0: rolled to the next production. Oh shit! Emoji Movie is a sequel. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, how come um, the Angry
2: Birds weren't in the Emoji Movie, though? Great question.
1: Yeah, what the fuck? They that is clearly a good have the the film rights to it.
2: Even if they just like flung through the Angry Birds app for a second, that would have been a really it's- actively funny visual gag.
1: Okay, if, hear me out. Sony owns the film rights to, no, no, they don't. Rovio owns the film say, rights. I was going to say, they Rovio made their the own studio. Yeah, they found yeah. it out. Never mind, yeah, so Sony Romeo doesn't does have does
0: their own animated TV show for Angry Birds, so I was surprised that this ended up, it would be in, in Sony's hands at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We we did the Angry Birds. That's why I had to be like, wait a second.
3: <laughs> yeah, wait that's a why second. I know.
1: We've gotten to the point where we haven't seen that. We've seen 40 movies, almost. We've seen 32 movies. But at the same time, I feel like we have watched infinite movies for forever. Yes. As somebody who watched Jupiter Ascending twice voluntarily within two weeks. Ouch. I, I do I love Jupiter like. Ascending. It's I love dogs. I've always loved dogs.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh, man. Are we, we literally
1: haven't said anything about the Emoji Movie.
0: Fuck. The Emoji Movie. We got
1: to do this. Okay.
0: We've said its title a bunch of times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: anybody who keeps forgetting this podcast is for you, we periodically sigh and then say the name of the, the movie that we watched, which is The Emoji Movie. The movie formerly known as Emoji Movie, all one word, Express Yourself, a film that had its release date pushed forward and then forward again. For God knows what reason. A film that made money because of its Canada-based production costs and tax write-offs. A movie that was rumored to have been canceled after its teaser trailer by one single website. Fuck this whole movie. God, Anybody fuck have-
0: this movie. I- Honestly, I who thought this was going forward. to be a good idea in the first place?
1: Why was it pushed forward so many times? Like That's my question. Uh, Oh, shit,
0: we're ahead of schedule. We may as well.
2: It was pushed forward because there's no goddamn plot. And also that this movie was very clearly easy to put together. There's not a shitload going on animation wise. The characters seemed like they were fairly easy to put together. And the real world segments are super short.
1: They're generic as hell, too.
0: Yeah, this whole the whole plot could have been copy pasted uh, into a completely different skin and be the exact same story.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. Wreck It Ralph. It was Whoa. Lego Movie. It was yes. a poorly executed version. I'm You're not right, saying though. that it's on par. Um, yeah, we can actually blame Toy Story for this whole disaster because the film was inspired by director Tony Leondis's love of Pixar's far more charming movie. And because every movie now has to be based on an existing property that will sell so many fucking toys because that's literally all that matters anymore. Leandes, before delving into the hellish idea that became the Emoji Movie, asked himself, Nora, what the fuck are you doing? I don't understand.
0: That's a strange question to ask. Sorry. No,
1: it's fine. (laughs) Um, Asked himself the question, what is the new toy out there that hasn't been explored? While the money-hungry capitalist pondered this idea, he received a text with an emoji which helped him realize that this was the world he wanted to explore. Honestly, oh, yeah. I feel this like the, is the root of the unintended brilliance. theme of season 4 has become maybe don't go with your first fucking idea because that's how we got disco worms
2: yeah that about makes sense the emoji movie is definitely a movie that sounds like a first draft that no one went back in and cleaned up because there's so many fucking holes and inconsistencies and the plot barely makes sense and it's like Um, did someone read this draft
1: (laughs) yeah actually because when Leandis was fleshing out the story he thought about having the emojis go to the real world and then his producer was just like, No, the world inside of the phone is gonna be way more interesting and then Leondis was like, You right. So thank you so goddamn much, Michelle Ramo Kyoto uh, oh God, I fucking stumble. I practiced saying her name over and over again. Michelle Ramo. Koyate? <sighs> yeah, Koyate, that I looks I would right. Yeah. Koyate. It fucking God bless you, because if the emojis had like popped out into the real world, I actually would have just quit this movie. Plus, the fact that it takes
2: place in the phone meant there was more time for product placement. You're right. Yes. Oh, and product movie.
0: placement there was. Good lord.
1: Yeah. So
2: um, my my
0: favorite of the product placements was Crackle. Yeah, <laughs> You know that thing I that didn't no one notice fucking that. uses It's that's only on property. his phone
2: screen They never go oh inside God. Crackle It is a
1: Sony property
2: I noticed it because what child yeah. has Crackle on their phone
1: What child
0: has all of these
1: <laughs> apps On their phone What child has WeChat A
2: Chinese one
0: all of these uh, on their home screen
1: Well all of his Most used apps are on his home screen
0: Yes. No.
1: You don't sort your
2: so apps? So
0: purportedly, there are more yes. apps behind the also, scenes. Okay.
2: Also, you have Dropbox on your phone on your home screen, obviously. I use Dropbox on my phone all the time.
1: I use I, I mean, daily.
0: Yeah, I kind of do. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. I really do.
1: Well, all right. This joke is flat now. Yeah. So, Leondis <clears throat> is gay. And this is important apparently because he connects to Gene's plight of being different in a world that expects you to be one thing and realizes it's a feeling that held true for most people leonda said the film was very personal just like fucking disco worms well,
3: okay.
1: <clears throat> in july of 2015 it was announced that sony pictures animation had won the bidding war against warner brothers and paramount over the rights to make the film, and it was announced at CinemaCon 2016.
2: Mind you, then f- what? literally anyone can make a movie about emojis. They're open source emojis. They're not an idea that can't be reused again. It was this specific script, this specific idea that people got in a bidding war over.
0: Actually, in the credits, uh, emoji is a trademark.
2: <laughs> yes. You can call it something else.
0: I mean, sure. But emoji I- emoji itself is a registered trademark. Yeah, where's my Bitmoji uh, movie?
1: Oh, God. Please
3: <laughs> no. I said it.
0: Oh no. I said it out loud. You said it. You've willed it into being. It's going to happen It's a fucking now. tulpa.
1: Just like the Lorax. If I say the bitmo- bit, Bitmoji movie enough, it'll Stop fucking... saying it. Bitmoji really movie. brought this evil ah, ah. into
2: the world. Right? I can't. Ugh.
1: I want you to think about it. I want you to keep thinking about it as I continue with the production of this movie. The film was fast-tracked into production by the studio right after it won in The Bidding War, and unlike most animated films, it had a production time of two years because there were concerns that the movie would become outdated due to the evolution of phone technology. Most animated (laughs) features have a slightly longer time frame, but two years isn't necessarily insane or not doable. But I will say it was fucking stupid for Sony to be like, okay, what's going to be obsolete? The vague square rectangle design of every smartphone ever. Uh, Twitter is probably going to die. Facebook's going to die. Dropbox is going to be irrelevant. Just Dance, Candy Crush, and and just cell phones as we know it are going to be obsolete in two years. We got to fucking go fast. It's just like. Guys, chill. 90% of these things have been relevant and prominent since 2009. Like, chill.
0: A lot of it, sure. However, they're the jailbreak. That's a 2009 term that kind of died. It hasn't. And that's a major thing. It totally has. No,
1: people say it all the time. Well, maybe in my realm, they say it all the fucking time.
0: We just say rooting
1: no people well okay i worked in tech and people that did not work in technology would ask like for phones that were like or like hey can you jailbreak this can you and we're like what no no i i work for a vfx company i'm not gonna work on your personal phone
2: (laughs) yeah people don't know I work in phone game, and people are like, how do I phone? And I often have to fix phone.
1: Can you set up my Wi-Fi printer?
2: When my parents were here, I had to fix their phones because their LTE wasn't working, and also had to teach them how to use Uber, which was a goddamn nightmare and much harder than fixing their phone service.
1: I have to fix my mom's phone. I When I was in college, I actually um, I had two roommates at the time Nate and Vin and uh I ended up answering the phone because like Nate was in the other room and I saw that his mom was calling so I was just like dude your mom's calling he was just pick it up so I picked up the phone and was talking to his mom and he was like I think he was in the shower is what the problem was because he I was like he can't come out because he's showering And she was like, well, I need help setting up my printer. And I'm like, okay. So Nate came out of the shower like 15 minutes later and was like, what the hell is going on? As I've got it on speaker, like looking up the specific printer, walking through his younger sister and mom, like to set this shit up. I was like, is this what tech support is like? And then two years later, I was in tech support at
0: a. I was going company. to say, yes, it is exactly that, specifically with printers, all of the time, always printers. My favorite
1: yes. part about my tech support job was that I didn't have to deal with the printers at all, ever. That was all corporate, and corporate could suck my dick.
0: Oh, you're lucky. I used to work for Sony in the only Sony-owned call center um, back when I was 18. And uh, uh, the only good part about that was we got all of their new tech before they released it, so we actually got to get some use in it so we knew what we were supporting. Uh, The bad part was every single other thing.
1: Yeah. I still had to know how to fix the printers because nobody would fucking, like actually repair them except for me because we sat right across from it. So. Oh. Anyway. The Emoji Movie.
0: The Emoji Movie was
1: scheduled to be released on August 11th, 2017. And then that date was moved to August 4th, 2017. That's normal. Then then in March of 2017 They moved it to July 28th. This was a fun experience for me personally, because I got to see the billboards for this movie as I was driving home change slightly every now and again. And I distinctly remember the day that I was driving back from Santa Monica, stuck in traffic, looked up, and I can fucking tell you what bridge this was next to. And I was like, wait a fucking second. It comes out in July now because the world needed the Emoji movie. And my God, we needed it right that second.
2: We sure but did. None of
1: what we have said so far is important. None of it. Because we're going gonna... to fucking hate my neighborhood. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, that gets cut. But I'm just listening <laughs> to a car alarm right now. And it's very distracting. Let's talk about how much mo- money this movie made. The Emoji Movie had a worldwide gross of $217.8 million against its production budget of $50 million. Uh,
3: Now that we've gotten that all out of the way, Mel,
1: take us the fuck away with the plot so that I can put some goldfish in my mouth. Okay.
2: (laughs) So the Emoji Movie is a movie that was described by someone exiting the theater with me as intellectually cheeky. I would like you to keep that in mind while I read most of this plot summary because I left the movie theater going. I'm sorry, wait, you saw this in the movie theater? Yeah, I fucking did. I really wanted to see
1: how bad this was. The first time I saw it was with you. You got high and fell asleep and I was sitting there feeling absolutely nothing, betrayed. Emily, I'm pretty
2: sure we watched B-movie that time.
1: Oh, fuck. Maybe you're right. Maybe I was with Nora. no.
2: (laughs) I fell asleep on B movie.
1: Yes, I got drunk
2: with Nora
1: and watched this.
2: Okay, good. Thanks for misremembering, as always. (laughs) Now that you have goldfish in your mouth, can I read the plot summary?
0: Yes, please. First, before you do, I want you. I want you to know now that you've exposed yourself here. Eating goldfish. You are no, 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 no. Melanie, you are part of that $217.8 million. Oh,
2: yeah, I'm aware.
3: What do you you have to say for yourself? How do you sleep in it?
2: I sleep with the knowledge that the Emoji Movie made more money than I'll ever have. Valid. Truth. So now with that out of the way. Gene is an emoji who lives in Textopolis, a digital city inside of the phone of his user, the vaguely teenaged Alex. He's the son of two meh emojis named Mel and Mary meh, and is able to make multiple expressions despite his parents' upbringing to only be meh. Gene's parents are hesitant of him going to work in the emoji center of the phone, but Gene insists that he does so he can feel useful. Upon receiving a text in the real world from Alex's crush, Addie, Alex decides to send her an emoji. He selects Jean, the meh emoji, but Jean panics, making an expression that can only be described as what the actual fuck dog and wrecks the text message. Gene is called in by Smiler, the smiley emoji and leader of the tech center, who concludes that Gene is a malfunction and therefore must be deleted. Gene is chased by bots, but is rescued by High Five, a once popular emoji who has since lost his fame due to lack of use. High Five tells Gene that he can be fixed if they find a hacker. So High Five accompanies him outside of the world of Textopolis so they can go and achieve their goals. Oh my god, TJ Miller is the voice of Gene in this movie and it fucking is like nails on a chalkboard, like getting a nail gun just right into your brain. TJ Miller is the fucking worst.
0: I was at one time a very big fan of TG, TJ Miller. Uh, I thought he was very funny in um, Silicon Valley, and he's the proper annoying person. And when, you know, he was okay as HUD in Cloverfield. But considering where he's gone as a human being, I feel less bad about his announcement that he wants to make movies only like this one from now on.
2: Wait, oh,
0: no. What?
1: No. Also, That's didn't he get no. canceled? Yes. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: For He's been canceled the
2: right? Yes. Like, well, right after so the Emoji movie he,
1: came
3: out?
0: He had a uh, Me Too-esque um, uh, thing. I don't know all the details of it, but it was one person and everyone just kind of glossed over it. It was someone from college that he dated. Mm. And then we really canceled him when he got drunk on a train and called in a bomb threat on the train he was on, mm-hmm. uh, pretending to be like in order, basically because some woman who was sitting near him on the train pissed him off.
1: Wow. You know? Yeah. Why would you send the meh emoji to a girl you like?
0: So that was something that uh, I kind of got pissed off about because it he's encouraged to do so by his classmate, as I remember. And it's basically schoolyard negging.
2: No, I thought it was just that like emojis aren't cool or like words aren't cool. She said something about class being boring. And so Alex oh, was gonna send right. a me- okay, emoji you about paid like
1: way more attention to this than I did.
2: Oh, fun fact, they're learning about Egypt in the class and they're talking yeah, about hieroglyphics. hieroglyphics because it's an emoji joke. Yeah. Yuck yuck. Yep. Uh, also I just want to say the best part of the movie is the opening where you're learning about Textopolis and seeing all the other emoji because there's a lot of visual gags and you get to see all the fun character designs for the emojis that I really liked. But also Yes. Why can all the other other emojis express emotions? They all very clearly are expressing multiple emotions throughout this sequence. The donuts are happy and sad and have babies and the elephants laugh and frown and tell jokes, but apparently
1: but, not okay. Gene. Because the, the face emojis are the only ones that that seems to apply to, but also the rules only apply to Gene here because if it didn't apply to him, this whole movie wouldn't work at all. Everybody else can do whatever but, the fuck they want. And also, also also a lead character that can't emote at all would be worthless.
0: Fair. Yes. But also all of the other emojis, none of the other emojis have names. No. Donut His Emoji parents poop. do. None of that. His parents sure.
2: But they also have but, names that are Mel and Mary Meh, which makes sense at least it's alliterative.
0: Gene so meh. Mehs are the only ones who get names. Yes.
2: Well. And jailbreak.
1: Smiler had a
0: name. Yeah, but did she? Well, her name was Smiler. Is that a name? I don't know. Or is that descriptive of what she's doing?
1: Ryan, what's in a name?
0: (gasps) (laughs) A miserable pile of secrets. A
1: rose by any other name may smell as (laughs) sweet.
0: Yeah, so I'm with Mel on the intro bit being uh, the most interesting because they did try to tuck a lot of things into it. Um, For example, the ambulance uh, emoji, its license plate is an X'd out uh, Kirby emoji.
1: Yeah, I wasn't paying close enough attention. I got mad because a tempura shrimp decided to hop in that cocktail. I am very sorry decided to hop in that cocktail glass and i was like what the actual fuck like shrimp cocktail you don't put a fucking battered shrimp in that what are you doing
0: Um, also how are we still riding the trope of shrimp being exclusively australian
1: because because
2: it was very clearly a
1: tempura shrimp yeah it
2: was which is
1: japanese uh, yeah, I really want popcorn shrimp. Ooh, or coconut shrimp. Hey, do we want to cancel the emoji movie podcast and all <laughs> exclusively go to an Outback Steakhouse? Yes, and I'm ironically, just, and just tell eat each other ring. about it. I'll eat a shrimp. I a Jesus Christ! Yeah, we'll just stream. We'll just like podcast for this week canceled. All of us are going to ex- like individually stream our experiences. At an Outback.
0: And it's just going to be a whole lot of this conversation that is a full mouth. I was was some
2: goldfish in my face hole. (laughs) Okay. And I'm going back to my logic problems with this movie. They all stand in boxes to be in the emoji keyboard, which makes sense. But there's a favorites lounge where the favorite emojis go and hang out while they're at work because it's right next to the fucking keyboard box. Shouldn't the favorites be the ones that are literally always in the boxes because they're the first ones Alex sees and the ones he always uses? Also, eggplants should fucking be in that favorites box. Beer is clearly in the favorites lounge hanging out. And Alex is only like 13.
1: Well, we don't know Alex's life beyond him being a phone user. Maybe
0: he goes Maybe out he... and fucking parties hard. Maybe he's a gangbanger. Wow. He's he's uh, learned a lot about alcohol, but not so much his eggplant. You know, I mean, uh, it's... Uh, he's a growing boy. Um, who knows at what rate he'll learn these things. I don't want to talk about... Yeah, no,
1: good call. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um on children. (laughs) No. I'm good with that. We're gonna get flagged. Anyway. Uh regarding your shouldn't they always be in their slave boxes? I feel like when Alex sleeps or is in class, like they know when he's looking at his phone and when they need to be active. Fair. So they can like go to the bathroom or not which they
2: do canonically
1: yes especially the poop emoji
2: which doesn't make any sense but fuck it it all doesn't make sense why do i care It all just doesn't make sense. There is one thing that this movie does and it's okay. Like this movie does not do a lot of okay things, but it does the one okay thing. It shows off the emojis that come in different skin tones, which I know doesn't Mm. seem like a big deal, but I appreciate the fact that they bother to acknowledge it and that it isn't just all the like non skin tone emojis and only yellow emojis. At the very least, that is the one thing that they do. And they don't make any racial jokes about it. It's just a thing that exists.
1: I mean, they do have the racial stereotypes, but I was more distracted by T.J. Miller's voice and how much I hate James Corden.
2: Fuck James Corden.
0: James Corden has really kind of lost it since uh, his Doctor Who episodes. Since coming to the U.S., basically. He was charming on Doctor Who.
1: Yeah, because it was in small doses. It's called moderation.
2: Yeah.
3: That's
1: fair. I'm
2: done with James Corden. He's the worst. And he's really bad in this movie.
3: Oof. He's
1: just annoying in this movie. He's a terrible Everyone's character. Everyone's annoying in this movie. Everyone. Even Patrick Stewart. I was like, shut up, Patrick Stewart. And I usually never want Patrick Stewart to shut up. Fair
0: it's it's definitely a, a tip of the hat to the writing for that, I think, for all of that. Um, and it, so one thing that I was really baffled by, uh, speaking of James Corden, um, how the hell do they manage to squeeze in the fat funny guy uh, trope in an anthropomorphic film?
2: Great question. Where he's
0: not even like identifiably fat but they can like keep referring to him and in, in this fat trope way sausage fingers and he needs to eat all the time and he's the comic relief supposedly the comic relief
2: that is a great he's question a fat, fleshy hand that's true yeah. he is very but like gene is a literal circle
1: well okay here's the thing in all movies you have to have three characters minimum the fat sidekick, the leading man and the girl. Yeah, and this they movie got this. covers all its bases.
0: Yep. They've got oh. all
1: three. They've got the girl. They've Oh, also, the girl covers the techie role that sometimes comes into play. Yes, so, she's also the hacker. Yeah, she's the hacker. And then we have our leading protagonist man who is a white male. And then we have the fat comedic relief friend because everybody knows that the funniest people are also overweight and easy to abuse. And that's why they're the sidekick characters.
2: Uh, <sighs> also Smiler makes a noose. It's good. Yeah. It describes my feelings. Big mood.
1: <laughs> Big just that, mood.
2: Just that floss noose, man.
1: I was disappointed like right after Like when you have to open with dialogue that explains your world, you're doing it wrong. Like we get it. It's a fucking place where emojis live. You don't need to narrate this for me. And the second TJ Miller started fucking narrating, I checked out. I... I'm
2: just gonna keep questioning the internal logic of this movie. It doesn't matter. I know it doesn't
1: matter that all the other emoji have emotions and Gene isn't allowed. But fuck, man. Are you talking about how you hate Gene's name and why is his name not Mark Met? And I came up with Melvin. I like Melvin. That's funny. <laughs>
0: yeah. Melvin is good.
1: Yeah. I don't. Melvin. How did
0: they Would've land on
1: Gene? Because I don't fuck, fuck you. Fuck this movie.
0: Because Gene is generic. Uh, He's generic.
1: Oh,
2: maybe that's a don't know. I, <laughs> fuck, man. Uh, how do the emoji, because they live in the keyboard, like mm-hmm. they are technically app neutral. They don't know about other apps unless they've walked out of Textopolis like uh, High Five has. That makes no sense to me because in theory, they should also be used on Facebook and they should know about the existence of other chat apps.
1: What they if should. what if they exist solely in that chat app though? Like in te- in the text app. Yeah. Yeah, I guess.
2: Oh, what like if there are specific? entirely
0: different emoji cities in other apps that have emojis? Wow,
1: look
2: at that interesting ass
1: concept for a movie. Oh my god, they have to grapple with Gene has to grapple with his identity and also realize he's not the <laughs> only met emoji. Yeah, that would be actually great. Have, at the end yeah. of this, provided we haven't talked about the Emoji Movie for 16 hours, I want to talk about how we can make the Emoji Movie better. We already have a good option. <gasps> right. But I think that should be a segment here. They Not make it? Yes, also that. Okay, but it's, it already happened.
2: Uh... Alex also they first pop into WeChat which is a Chinese texting app that is not popular in America and I don't know I know why they included that scene for the Chinese market I don't know why Mm -hmm. they left that scene in the American movie because it makes no sense as the first outside app they go to because why cut it
1: it was cute enough that they can keep it.
2: I don't know, because it's also just another texting app, which makes it even more confusing. Like the fact that American audiences are
1: dogs, too. And that was what kind of that's what kind of cued me into. Maybe they're not alone. Yeah. Hmm. You know, that's a good point. They don't really other than
2: inside of the hacker bar, they don't meet any other characters. Yeah. Like there's there's not a guy running the desk at Dropbox to make sure you have the right password. It's just oh, a firewall.
1: My God.
2: They live. Oh, and
0: just Dance had some characters.
2: But they're trapped within that app. Yeah. And it was just the one big lady.
0: Weren't there people that Hi-Fi was dancing with on the side? No, they were like and they were just stars. silhouettes.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, OK. Yeah.
2: But that- she's a
0: giant. So she's trapped there.
2: Yeah, and, like, the WeChat bubble pups <laughs> were basically the only app where it had another system like Textopolis where I was like, oh, okay, these bubble pups probably have their own
1: society and life. So in the- they <sighs> live in, like, a weird, almost a pocket. It's the Lego movie. Yeah, That's all I have to say. It's the Lego movie. So they live in the main city and then they've got such a narrow worldview, but then they, Gene meets Wildstyle, I mean Jailbreak, and <laughs> they go on this adventure about self-discovery to other Lego land. I mean apps, and <laughs> fucking hell.
0: Wow, it is Lego movie.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. First of all, I think that they couldn't get the iPhone icon or actual like permission to use it. So that's why Alex is using this stupid, like generic WhatsApp thing. Smiler's a psychopath, but this movie is somehow very much like the Lego movie and also wreck it, Ralph, because you're going to different worlds in your process of self discovery, realizing you're not alone and realizing that being different is okay. That's the whole point.
2: Yeah, but in Ralph, Ralph meets other characters. In the emoji movie, Gene only interacts with other emoji.
0: Also, let's be real clear here the message is being different is okay if you're the protagonist
2: being different is okay if you're being useful we don't even see the fact that jailbreak also has her own fucking arc of i'm different and that's okay it's just assumed that she's fine now because she works a different job it's not like they talked about that on screen which is a better lesson if anything
1: well it's just like it's just like star wars where leah goes through all of that bullshit and then immediately has to put it all aside to like pat luke on the back because his dog died or whatever
0: yeah, yeah. like, not to get too far ahead or anything, but, like, Jailbreak throws away everything that is her different to accommodate our protagonist, Jean's different.
2: Yeah. Yep. Jailbreak sees Jean's different and goes, oh, I guess I'm not as different as this guy is.
1: Yeah, basically, it's a woman setting aside all of their hopes and dreams for a man to support yep. him. Right? yep, yep, yep. I got angry movie. about that later. Oh, I'm still angry about it. Um, in the in the scene in the basement where High Five kind of lives, uh, I have tag yourself. I'm sweep so you don't cry broom. Oh uh,
2: I think that
1: I would probably be
2: laughing Naruto emoji, like just exactly pointless enough that I
1: have to live there. Valid. Oh, the the swirly I'm- fish cake emoji.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say I was swirly fish cake emoji because swirly fish cake emoji it remains in the loser lounge. It's at the
1: relevant. End. It is okay. Also, the emojis are eating food that is represented by other emojis, like they have uh, slices of pizza at the table, and then they make a joke about did you eat my leftover Chinese food? And there's a Chinese food app, like a, a, not an app, uh, an emoji too. So how does that, that work? Why do they need like to the eat?
3: In-
2: It's the inverse of gingerbread men, where, like, we eat little man-shaped food. They eat food that looks like them, because... Fuck, I don't know, Emily.
1: Why do they need to eat? Why do they need to shit? It's the same question! Real quick, I just just thought of something, but I need to look up actual pictures from the Emoji movie to confirm or deny that the emojis have buttholes, because they don't. I've looked. No, I thought, towards the ending scene, I noticed that the the eye specs on the characters were square. Oh my God, they are. They're square? Yeah. At Hmm. least in some of the scenes, they are. That's weird. I think maybe...
0: Something I noticed by the end that made me extremely uncomfortable was that all all of the emojis seem to have a thin layer of damp sweat on underneath them throughout the film. They're shiny. No, 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 no. That looks like sweat. That's specular. It's really gross
2: because
0: it looks like they're just always damp uh, on their undercarriage.
2: Oh, yeah. You're talking about the effect that is supposed to make them look. Uh, less plasticky, but also not fleshy. Like they're they're trying to go for somewhere between plastic and flesh. They should have just gone to they make. missed the mark. Yeah. They should have gone with like a rubbery texture to make them look kind of like those stress balls or something.
1: Less but, yeah. a blend shader and more a Lambert
0: shader.
2: Yes, indeed.
0: Those things. I uh. know those words. Yes. Are you Blink guys. Blend shaders are for kind them? of shiny. One of them.
1: Blinn is kind of shiny, but Lambert okay. is less shiny.
0: Hmm. You've we still don't. got nice specular.
1: Anyway, also is what? There's a piracy app. There's an app for that.
0: Well, there was on uh, uh, iPhone when uh, uh, jailbreaking first kind of came into vogue. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Uh, also, it's just much easier than them going directly to the internet, which is in theory where they should have gone.
1: Hey, there's an app for internet browsing. Why the fuck do they go to Dropbox?
2: That's a great question. Because they need to apparently upload themselves. I think that's really the rub there, is that you just, just be browsing rather than uploading.
0: I mean, technically, they kind of did in their process. They do make a brief stop in YouTube. They could have gone there.
3: Yeah, why
1: well, didn't there's they just the upload? YouTube, maybe the YouTube app is like too centralized to the phone itself.
2: Yeah, and they're trying to get on that cloud. So, like, Facebook, you'd have the same issue.
1: You don't have to go to the cloud, though. Just go to the web browser.
2: I don't know. Let me get to the plot so we can talk more about the plot. God, fuck this movie. Okay, so Smiler (laughs) sends more bots to look for Gene when she finds out that he's left Textopolis as his actions have caused Alex to think that his phone needs to be fixed. Alex is going to go get his phone factory reset because he's a child and doesn't know he can do it himself.
1: Yeah, maybe Gene his and phone High doesn't F- have a web browser because he would have Googled that.
2: Oh, that's true. Maybe his he parents did. turned it off so he would stop looking at porn in his piracy app, which is implied oh by God. High Five.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait. We're totally right. It's one of those phones that you get your kid that you can put parental locks on.
2: Hmm. We figured uh, it out, guys. There it is. Uh, Jean and High Five go to the piracy app where they meet a hacker emoji named Jailbreak who wants to go to Dropbox so she can live in the, cra- the cloud. The trio is attacked by Smiler's bots, but they manage to escape into Candy Crush. Jailba- Jailbreak reveals that Jean can be fixed in the cloud, and so they're going to take a shortcut through Just Dance. Uh, while there, it's revealed that Jailbreak was one of the princess emoji who fled after tiring of being stereotyped. Uh, the trio is once again attacked by bots, their actions cause Alex to delete the Just Dance app uh, from which Gene and Jailbreak escape, but High Five is summarily put in the trash where he fucking belongs. Correct.
0: Smartest move Alex makes the entire film is deleting the garbage Just Dance app.
1: When Would Gene j- is sitting on High Five's face, is High Five technically eating his ass? Yes.
0: Yes, okay. he is. I don't think there he can help it at all, no.
2: Uh, why do the trolls live in the piracy app? That that's one of the few logic things that I just don't get. I thought trolls
1: live on Twitter.
0: We all know this. I
1: thought they were kind of like goblin-y like viruses, just additional
0: viruses. But But they're called internet trolls. And they make mean comments. Yeah. Hmm. They are they spend the whole time in the uh, in the trash, which let's talk for a second about the fact that phones don't have a trash uh, demeaning high five to make him feel less about himself. Yeah. Which he should. But that sounds about right. I find it kind of weird that they decide to uh, pull out some of those old '80s finger monster puppets. That's <laughs> yeah. a really weird nostalgia
1: pull. It's for parents it also... that had to take their kids to see this movie. It was
2: a joke that didn't make any sense, and a lot like and wasn't funny enough to not make any sense.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't it was know. It's just kind of like, look, we rendered these perfectly, and they did. They look exactly the way that I remember them. However. It seemed entirely pointless. Yes. We skipped over the
1: whole Candy Crush
2: scene. Uh, how yeah, much the- did Activision Blizzard pay for that Candy Crush tutorial in the middle of this fucking movie that we spent a solid.
0: Not enough. <laughs> Just 40.
1: <laughs> At least 40.
0: <laughs> Not enough for there to be anything characteristic or a- anthropomorphic in it.
2: That was so weird to me, was that the Candy Crush game looks perfect. It looks exactly like Candy Crush does on your phone. But the world of Candy Crush was so generic and didn't have all the, like, Candy Crush characters chilling, and it weirded me out a lot that they walked through just onto game screen.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, they become the only sentient elements of Candy Crush, whereas... Every single other thing they have ventured into, cont- uh, save for YouTube, contains some sort of sentient element.
2: Yeah, it, it also weirded me out that they walk that we don't see Facebook. Gene walks in, walks back out with a bunch of reaction stickers on him and it's just implied that things were happening inside of Facebook.
1: They couldn't I, afford it.
2: I guess, but it uh why even bother with the joke and with the active branded reaction stickers?
1: Yeah, I mean, they had to make the point. Uh, high five is just like, oh, because Gene was just like, wow, how does he know? How does he have so many friends? And high five was just like, he doesn't have friends. Those are just people that he likes or like people that like him. It's all about how you're viewed. Like they make that point. So it's there for a little societal lesson. Wow. Also, the weird little section of body horror where Jailbreak imagines Gene exploding and splattering them with flesh and blood. Yeah, yeah that was that great. a joke? I No, love it's not a joke. It's a weird little section of body horror that they decided to drop in because I thought they thought it was going to be funny. But in reality, it was just horrifying. It was. it was great. And Jailbreak, as a hacker, should know how to get him out of the app without having to do the whole bullshit playing it.
2: Yeah, I uh, okay, I guess Candy Crush is just unhackable. Also, Jailbreak well. turns and does like a big feminism line to Jean. Like, I had the idea first and men are always stealing our ideas when Jean was just having a conversation and did not steal her idea.
1: But like, we're also just dropping that line in this movie. Be- I mean, it's real and it's true that men in entertainment ruin the shit out of ideas. But- that, yeah, it was weirdly out of place. It definitely should have gone in a different section of the movie. But let's be honest, a lot of what Jailbreak was saying was just heavy-handed advertising, advertising for other apps, and they just, like, needed her to say one or two true things periodically.
2: Yeah, Jailbreak has a distinct lack of character, except mm-hmm. to save, like, seven lines total in this film. And most of those are, I want to go to the cloud. Mm-hmm
0: for her character to have been like clearly written with the idea of feminism as a driving element for her, uh, where she ends up by the end is fucking gross,
1: right? Yes. Cause they don't know how to write women.
2: And they especially just thought that they could ham fist in some feminist lines and give her a blue streak in her hair. And suddenly she'd be cool. Oh, no. hair is
1: blue. Now, fuck off. Um, I think so. Okay, we i I talked earlier about how Sony like pushed this movie out because they were afraid that it wouldn't be relevant, right? Yeah. Yet they show the video for Pineapple Pen. Yep. Yep. It's ridiculous. I
3: don't even remember Pineapple Pen being one
0: of the. what pineapple pen is one of the more recent things that I they reference in the thing? Well,
1: okay, that section I feel like was one of the last to put in because that was a really easy slap comp, like oh, all yeah. of those videos. You just fucking pop it in. It's a 2D compositing fix. You're not doing anything particularly difficult. I do that shit all of the time at my job. Yeah, did they
2: react to it. pineapple pen specifically? That's actually no. a really great question. I bet that that was a very long series of emails of what do we put in here as the first video they come across? Because Surprised Kitten is fucking classic. Surprised Kitten right. is a great gag that will be evergreen forever. Like, no one's yes. ever going to see that video and not understand the context of, oh, that's a cute joke.
1: No. Pineapple Pen, I feel like I could take that scene from Emoji Movie and replace it with any other video.
2: yeah. Like there I physically have, could do
1: it. It's not a, it's not hard.
2: There had to have been other things in there first. What do you God think? was in that? <laughs> That's a great question. What would be the best YouTube video to walk in on that they would then re- it was probably oh, it was Gangnam style. And then they probably removed oh. it because of the nut job. Oh, Oh, no. Because Gangnam Style was the most popular video on YouTube for like two years straight. Don, that's what it was.
3: Oh my! I was going to say
0: right. that it was that horrible video of a bunch of people dressed up as duct tape ninja turtles jacking off onto a pizza.
1: What? No. That's we, No, tube. YouTube, not Pornhub.
0: No, that's on YouTube. <laughs> no. This is the YouTube thing. It mm, is no. absolutely on YouTube. 100% on YouTube. Can I live 100% cut on YouTube? that
2: from the pod? I would like to cut that from my
1: memory. <laughs> no. It's too late.
2: Okay, we're not, we're going to not acknowledge this and move on to the fucking product placement in this film where we go straight from Candy Crush to fucking Just Dance and the Just Dance part is more confusing and is less like the actual game.
1: Yeah, they should have just fucking fucked me with a branded strap on because it would have been more enjoyable than watching the Emoji Movie again and while sober. Also, why Uh. does Gene have parents? Why are there multiple versions of this emoji? Uh,
2: none of the other emoji except poop are acknowledged to have parents either, which is even more confusing.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, no donut. Oh, yes, that's true. Baby donuts.
2: Yes. And at the very oh, end, when,
1: at the very end, when Jailbreak takes off her hat and like shows who she really is, her mom says something because she goes, not now, mom. H- how about oh, her name yeah. is I Linda?
2: I had assumed that Smiler was Jailbreak's mom when that That line of dialogue happened. And I was like, Oh, the reveal that Smiler is Jailbreak's mom is going to be kind of cool. And like a good way to tie up the end of this movie. And it never came because I realized that was just ADR dialogue from no Mm -hmm. one. I don't know why they added that in.
0: Yeah. It's
3: stupid. It's stupid. Um,
0: I had a real issue with uh, the uh, Just Dance scene because it was uh, Loser Hacker learns to dance moment, and uh, both Gene and Jailbreak are the non-conforming. You know, they're they're the different ones, uh, but. Jailbreak is not the right kind of different, as we've kind of brought up a, a few times before. So she has to learn how to dance from Jean.
1: And
2: Jean and, danced and, good. Like, well, yeah, like, I, think, I think it's more about the conflict that Jean knows how to express his emotions. And if anything, expresses too much, which makes him good at dancing. Whereas uh, Jailbreak doesn't even want to express who she truly is. They didn't get to that point in the movie, but I think that's what they were getting at.
1: The Emoji Pop. The fucking Emoji Pop. That's not a dance. You can't make that happen. Uh, No, it should have been called the Emoji Shuffle. (laughs) I don't
2: think uh, that solves the problems of the Emoji Pop, which uh, they really wanted to make it a dance
0: craze. They missed a perfect opportunity to make a perfectly timely Harlem Shake reference.
3: Oh, God.
1: I'm not here for it. I'm really sorry I, my roommate has decided to vacuum and stomp around the apartment.
2: The The emoji pop scene is supposed to be like the big fun moment of this movie. And you can tell because like all the characters are having fun on screen and you're supposed to be enjoying yourself. And it's just soulless and cloying and hurt.
1: Air quotes around having no fun because I was just uncomfortable. Yeah, Yeah. it didn't
2: work. I'm just saying that was the intention. Okay, valid. Uh, Also, was I not supposed to be happy that High Five died? Because I was really happy that High Five died.
1: Oh, I was totally here for High Five dying. Yep. All I want. I was like, oh, thank God James Corden is gone for a little bit. We can't just let him be dead. Yeah, but you totally can, though. Yeah, it seemed
2: like the movie was about ready to move on without him, which I think would have been the right call.
1: Yeah, that would have been great. It's, I just, I feel like he was misplaced in a movie that was already clunky and awkward and didn't handle anything with a modicum of grace or, or um, just ability. Like this whole movie was fumbled.
0: Yeah. I would say one thing that we would benefit from still having had high five as opposed to this let's go save high five moment is we would not have had these really ham fisted forced romance scenes.
2: Um, uh, oh, that's why they got rid of high five. Didn't they?
1: Yeah. So yes, that they could move specifically on. Specifically.
0: The... So they could be alone.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: Cause they, they needed to off. They needed two keys.
3: Mm. Ugh.
0: Mm. Nope.
3: I hate nope, it. Not here
0: for I it. I honestly hate it. Not here for it.
2: God. We don't mean you don't need
1: romance. Just because you have a female character doesn't mean they gotta fuck.
2: No. Yep. And- I don't know, and it's not appealing to
1: kids. It's not kids are like, I want to see them kiss. The
3: kids There's eventually more emojis. five five
1: being a dumbass. Nobody wants well, emojis to make out.
0: And the fun thing is that you can still form a bond with another, you know, character and uh, be individual characters with separate goals and assist each other in achieving those goals but there doesn't have to be an explicit romance in order for a story to work there doesn't have to be a sacrifice of one's goal in order to achieve the other in order for that story to work
1: no how dare you that's the only way anybody can fucking write a script oh sorry that's the only way men can write a script
0: it's In trick. fact, it's detrimental when this is the common trope, popular media thing that a story that gets told. You
1: can't see it, but I just dabbed. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only response that I can come up with anymore. Like, because it, it, it's so true. And all I can do, like, I can't even defend it because there's no reason, there's nothing to defend. And the only reason it keeps happening is because we keep fucking letting the same people write scripts and direct movies and people that don't deserve to be directing or writing are getting these jobs. And all I can fucking do when people mention it is dab. Yes. Yeah. That's all I have.
0: It, to me, immediately expresses an out of touch view uh, because this is very clearly no longer like at one time, this was the thing. But this is clearly not the direction that we're heading as a society. Yeah, in the these 50s, are, it, it,
1: it was a thing.
0: Exactly. It feels like so much of, you know, and yeah, not to get political societal nonsense. It's too late. But
1: Welcome to the podcast. It, it,
0: it is too late. It feels like desperate reaches of trying to instill traditional American values on an impressionable youth.
1: Yeah. We usually don't get that deep. We're just like fucking men again. Yeah, we just get mad about men and move on cuz we have no men and entertainment specifically.
0: That's fair. That's God. What that's fair. Yeah. I just want to
2: I know. I do too. But yeah, uh so this movie is a movie oh, and God, we're, we're going to so get to the next about it. Oh, yeah, we're nowhere near done yet. That's the sad part. We're only halfway
0: through. Here we go. We're not even to act three yet.
2: This is...
1: Here comes your uh, act two turn and act three. Wait, I made a chappy comparison. Also, gypsy is a slur, and they use the cheerleader song, and I hate that all love scenes happen in boats, and everything is uninspired. To the next scene. When did they say gypsy? Uh... I feel like what jailbreak the- says it. That's fucked up. Okay, moving that. on. Because they get, um, yeah, no, she. I think she says it to, uh, to Gene. Like they just got into Spotify, and he says it, or she says it. Oh, ew. Huh. Okay, also cool. fuck that gonna- your song. I cannot emphasize that enough. Sony yes. used to slur in their movie in 2017. Let's move on
2: mel and Uh, mary meh go searching for gene and they have a very lethargic argument uh they make up in the instagram app where mel reveals that he too has the same malfunction as gene does they're very clearly glitches and fucked up emojis at any rate uh they travel through spotify gene and jailbreak do and jailbreak admits that she likes gene just the way he is which is not an admittance And that he should not be ashamed of his malfunction. They make it to the trash and rescue High Five, disappointing everyone, but are soon attacked by a bot upgraded with illegal malware. They evade it by entangling his arms and enter Dropbox, where they encounter a firewall. After many tries, specifically using Gene's special talent of making other emoji faces, the gang gets past it, with the password being Addy's name, Disgusting, and make it to the cloud, where Jailbreak prepares to reprogram Gene. Gene admits his feelings for jailbreak and wants to give up his life to live with her in the cloud but jailbreak says I would like to continue on with my life and I don't think that we should fuck things up for each other just because we spent the last day together so Gene gets real sad and reverts to his apathetic programming because he's heartbroken that a girl was nice to him and didn't want his emoji penis suddenly the upgraded bot sneaks into the cloud and captures Gene prompting high five and jailbreak to go after him with a twitter bird summoned by jail jailbreak in her magic princess form
0: jailbreak did the logic thing she did like what we were asking for
1: jailbreak didn't
2: even say anything
1: mean
3: jailbreak
1: was just like hey listen we've known each other for maybe 24 hours let's rethink this jailbreak says if you
2: want to do this for you that's fine but i don't think you should do it because you like me and i was like yeah that makes sense go to, good on you jailbreak yeah. you shouldn't be yeah, but punished how dare that she not
1: immediately validate him
2: jailbreak didn't even say i don't like you like that jailbreak just said i already had plans and i'm not planning on changing them
1: no it's yeah. because she doesn't immediately validate him
2: god
0: that was, and who knows? It, it, who knew that that was the hacking he needed the whole time?
2: Yeah, yeah he th- just
1: needed... D- fucking...
3: Fuck.
2: The stress of almost getting the whole phone deleted. Not enough to make Gene sad. Girl says, I don't like you like that. Saddest. Just hire an
1: emoji prostitute. Get over it. God, right?
0: Ugh. I mean not to to reach on overused phrases but fragile male egos very
2: however gene's parents have a positive and good story in this trash yeah, what movie the including fuck? The Instagram scene which was beautiful and actually a really re- good representation of the app. I appreciated the entire scene where Jean's parents fight and make up as a good story arc and also a good part of the fucking movie. What? Yeah, and it's also, it's it super cool. Yeah,
1: to see photos represented in 3D space like that cuz like that's the it's kind of indicative of how 3D animated movies are too. Like that final image is just a flat picture that you see, but there's a whole world around it and being able to go into the world of that picture is super cool. It's like Mario 64. Yes. And also they
2: use the filters, not only as a joke, but as a part of the like functional movement of the app. They turned it to nighttime with a filter. It was cute. I enjoyed it.
0: However, kids will have no idea We'll what always Mel have is Paris. talking about when he says we'll always have Paris. That's fine. No, of course not.
1: It's for the adults. It's for the adults that yeah. had to go with their kids to see this movie.
0: Also, uh, there are a couple of notes I have here before we got to Instagram, I think. Uh, on the... Uh, I get it. The, the streams. The water. The Uh-oh. boat thing in Spotify. There's streams. So it has to be water. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, haha. I and, guess. And uh, watching Hi Fi Hug really makes me uncomfortable. Like, legitimately uncomfortable to watch most of this character wrap around another character.
1: Yeah. I was swallowing goldfish, but I wanted to say that his whole rig made me uncomfortable. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. I don't like high five. I really think we should have just not had high five.
0: Agreed. Total agree.
1: Pick a different, like, there are animal emojis. You could have a talking animal sidekick. You could, you could have literally anything. And they went with high five. Yep. Yeah. Not anything fun or, like, goofy. Just hand with Band-Aid. It's so fucking frustrating. But the Band-Aid yeah. that looked yeah. vaguely like a gang bandana.
0: Yeah, right.
2: What it fuck? was uh, it was camouflage. It was just like weird blue camouflage. I don't know why they wouldn't just go with like a fun color. It'd be like, it's a green band-aid. That's it.
1: Yeah. Well, because that makes design sense. How dare you? Yeah, right. Or it's a yellow band-aid because
2: emoji. Oh, speaking of uh. jailbreak isn't a skin tone. She's not like she's not flesh colored like high five is where he is a peachy flesh color. She's not similarly flesh colored shades of brown as we see the other princess emoji are but she's not yellow like jean she's like this weird pallid yellow
1: i think they were trying to go for the cross between high five and jean's colors to do like the like because there are different kinds of yeah there are different kinds of flesh colored emojis too like she's also a very washed out emoji yeah, like but when they ch- showed off her other flesh colored
2: emojis, like they, the other princess emojis were all normal tones and like very saturated.
0: Wasn't one of them kind of colored like her uh, when we're introduced to the princesses in the beginning? The one, because there's four princesses that they show uh, in the beginning uh, sequence, and the one that's on the back to the right uh, has a similar uh, palette to Jailbreak, I think. I
2: don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and they didn't show that one of the princesses was missing either, because they showed that there are four other princesses. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Whatever. I hate this movie.
0: Well, it's a story that only High Five knows. Yes, of course.
1: Why, why does Jailbreak have a body? Great question. Well, all
0: of the princesses have a body. Right. Because oh, the have princess the emojis dress. are more than just heads. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, Yeah,
1: but she doesn't have a body like like the Spanish dancer does or the
2: the no. dance twins do. So the Spanish dancer has to be full body in the emoji. If you look at the princess emoji it's really only like torso and head. It actually oh. makes sense in terms of the representation of the emoji. Good character design. Not gonna not gonna fucking uh, dock points on that one.
0: I also. Yeah, for all. I've. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I
1: also had a beef with Alex having so many apps. God, right? Uh, he's a kid. Well, like, I've never. First of all, I didn't have a smartphone until almost college. And I just never understood having a ton of apps. Like, I don't like the clutter. I guess guys are different. Actually, now that I think about it, every guy's phone that I have been handling has way more shit on it than mine yeah
0: i have nothing on my home screens but i'll download something just to see what it's about and then never launch it again and forget to delete it
2: oh you're really biting into their uh, bad use cases good job there you're a statistic uh, no, I clear Alex it all the time. so alex's character is just addy's first name no special characters no numbers no nothing That is super insecure,
1: Alex. What a good ad for Dropbox, though. Okay, fair. Also, also fucking jailbreak's like weird, gross, stilted, like, that bot can't get in because it's illegal malware. This app is secure. And I was like, fuck you.
0: That is, yes, great ad for Dropbox. Also, thank you so much for explaining that to us.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Like... We get it. It Ooh, can't be hoping clear. to
2: reach with that marketing copy. Ten-year-olds. Yeah, I guess in the parents, parents are gonna be like, "Ooh, I saw Dropbox in that shit movie I took my kids to this weekend. Office, we should switch to Dropbox."
1: Also, we can't have any numbers or characters in Alex's password because it ruins the fucking mood.
2: Oh, the mood of Alex's creepy stalker letter to Addie, which I'm really glad he deleted. It's just song yeah. lyrics uh was it song lyrics okay that makes was more it? sense than it being uncomfortably uh emotive for a 12 year old
1: is
3: that
0: I shine bright like a diamond sh- song
1: you're
3: beautiful oh, like that's a diamonds song in
0: okay that one. I, I thought it was just shitty 12 year old poetry
3: it's, no it's a song I was lyric. like
1: wow that's an intense message that's why i was so uncomfortable when they were reading it because i was like this is a song lyric but gene was reading it like it was like My mistress eyes are nothing like the sun Coral is far more red than her lips red And I was just like This isn't a fucking sonnet bitch This is a trashy song lyric Like this is a pop lyric
2: God the read on it was uncomfortable too You're Mm -hmm. right I don't know why they wouldn't have gone through And made that
0: less weird Hey now You're an all star I would have preferred that Get your game on Go play
3: Yeah that's what it was like
2: Yeah all right, uh, fuck. I wish High Five were dead. Like, we all know that. He's the oh, worst. Yep, yep. We already talked to him. The notes yeah. are
0: literally strewn with that statement.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Anyone who says they didn't wish High Five was dead is fucking lying. But when he does that, like, weird celebratory dance, he's definitely miming spanking someone with his pinky finger, and I hate it.
2: Ah! Uh, I no. hate it. No. That... Uh, uh, that is the worst. We already talked about jailbreak yeah. and having to lose all of her character because Jean is sad. Yeah, which was just needs the worst. validation
1: ASAP. Ugh, God, I don't it was so creepy. Feelings about that. It was so creepy when he was talking to her with the heart eyes, and she was very clearly uncomfortable, but he wasn't letting it go. Yeah. Also, when the Twitter bird showed up without eyes. Who's your eyeless <laughs> fucking monster bird? Like, what the
0: fuck? I love the Twitter placement is so empty. Mm-hmm. It's just like people who recognize the logo recognize the reference, but there is absolutely no uh, allusion to the purpose of the app. For some reason, apparently, it is the only purpose is to carry these characters elsewhere onto the phone. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't even make sense in the logic of
0: the world. Not even a little bit.
2: None. I hate uh, this movie. Yeah, this movie is shit. There's only one more plot node. You want me just to read it?
1: Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
2: Alright, as Smiler prepares to delete Gene, Mel and Mary Meh arrive. Mel reveals to everyone that he is also a malfunction, prompting Th- Smiler to threaten to delete him as well. Smiler is ready to do a fucking murder, and so am I. Jailbreak and High Five arrive and disable the bot, which falls on top of Smiler. Alex has since taken his phone to the store in the hopes that a factory reset will restore his phone's functionality, which would entail the total destruction of Gene's world. Good. Out of desperation, Gene prepares to have himself texted as a response to Addie, making numerous faces to express himself, realizing that Addie has re- realizing that Alex has received a text from Addie. Uh, fuck, whatever. Alex texts Addie text? this emotion. What? And Addie likes it. What's an emotion? Alex Alex texts Addy this stupid ass emoji and Addy likes it. So Alex somehow disables the factory reset of his phone, putting all of his data back. Not how this works. Mm -hmm. And Gene accepts himself for who he is. And suddenly the emoji hierarchy is destroyed and everyone is a favorite emoji. And that's it. The end.
0: Oh, so we've already touched on the fact that if you need to have your phone reset, you don't make a fucking appointment at Verizon. No, uh, but it's it's supposed but, to be
1: an iPhone.
0: It's t- t- y- y- yes. And? and everybody
1: knows that every time you have something wrong with your Apple phone, you have to go to an Apple genius bar, which is what yeah, they're you have to you do here.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Also, they I say promenade.
1: I was like, oh, my God, they live in Santa Monica. How rich of them.
0: And, yes, first off, your phone doesn't have to be connected to anything in order to delete, and the way he stops the deleting is unplugging it.
1: Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, yeah, no, we, it's not for tech people. The the whole message of this movie that I got was that men are terrible and ruin everything, but I did like that we got to see everybody die, especially High Five. Again.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I was really
1: here for the second death of High
2: Five.
3: Oh,
1: 101%. I wish he stayed. High Five
2: deserved to die. Uh, I liked the flashback to all the good times we had during the Emoji movie while Gene was getting his emotions. Yes, the quote unquote good times. I'm
1: sorry, the what?
2: God. (laughs) Also that
0: Alex is sending um, a
2: text while his phone is formatting. Like that's how it works. mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh totally, um, and I like that. Uh, despite all of the messaging of inclusion, uh, despite differences, and you know the the favorites lounge doesn't exist anymore, but the losers lounge does. Hell
1: yeah! Yep.
2: Of course, the loser and lounge. And apparently,
0: S- Smiler getting braces. It is the imaging that they went with for Smiler in the Loser's Lounge, and Fishcake is still down there, which is really sad. Which is
1: stupid, because if you watch the final scene in the movie, Swirly Fishcake is by Gene in the yeah. in the oh, cubes. Really? Yeah, Swirly Fishcake yep. is there.
2: And that means Swirly Fishcake is now a favorite, which means Alex has probably become a weeb.
1: You know, <laughs> I would fully believe that Alex is a weeb.
2: Alex discovering anime would have been a much better movie
0: also fuck me this goddamn take on me techno remix I want it to die I want to blast it from a fucking satellite (laughs) into the goddamn sun it is horrible and it comes up twice in this movie and it makes me want to shoot my brains
2: oh yeah yeah that was pretty bad I've repressed it
1: The only thing I liked about this movie is it made me feel accomplished when everybody died because I feel like I got the ending that I wanted, which was nice because usually movies don't end the way I want them to. This movie had no stakes, but the sushi emojis were really, really cute. And I want a collection of stuffed sushi emojis. When everyone is
2: cheering for Gene and they've got him hoisted up and they're like, Gene, 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 the movie ADRs in and high five and high five. And I was like, why would you- Did someone in post describe, decide that James Corden was going to be the breakout fucking hit of this movie and he needed to get in one last joke before the end?
3: Uh-huh.
2: God. Also, they do the emoji pop again later, which, Ugh. fuck that. Fuck that.
1: <sighs> it should have been called the Emoji Shuffle and it's just fancy voguing.
2: It is just fancy <laughs> voguing.
1: Uh, how? But because it's a Sony like- movie, it has to end with a dance and it has to suck.
2: I feel like there weren't enough emoji jokes. Like I wanted more puns and stupid visual gags. And this movie did not traffic enough in that.
0: Did you really want more of those? Because they would have all come from high Five's mouth. Uh,
2: why did Gene make reaction faces? Why couldn't he not control it? Like how Vanellope couldn't control her glitch yeah, in Wreck-It Ralph.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm just thinking about no, them it, well, going into the Crunchyroll well. app.
0: <laughs> they explain away Gene's d- glitch As hereditary
3: And well, also is very be able to clearly control, clearly it.
2: Controllable Yeah uh, uh, The 2D representations Of the emoji right at the end of the movie And during the credits are somehow so much More charming than the 3D
1: ones Which we is say insane say somehow like it's not a Sony movie <laughs> no,
2: I say somehow because these character designs aren't particularly compelling. And yet in 2D, no. I'm like, yeah, OK.
3: Yeah,
0: I would have preferred to get the entire uh, bullshit story that they were trying to tell in that form.
2: Agreed. We movie. did it. Me too. Also,
0: that boss fight that at, at the end with Smiler, it's really short. There yeah. was a boss fight that's right there's like no pinnacle there's no you know like it's it's just oh hey i pressed the button
2: well
1: it's because this movie doesn't actually have stakes at all
2: well the movie pinned its stakes on everyone you seeing everyone get deleted at once and the text to addy But that didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. And I was just like, oh, okay. I guess we're doing this now, too. When the threat of deletion should have been the impending threat the whole time of just Gene is exiled and everyone is preparing to be deleted.
1: Correct.
0: And that should be his moral struggle of, like everyone who shunned him and who pushed him away would be deleted in that as well. But his parents who he st- you know, still cares about and are the only relationship that they, uh, actually paint for him. Uh, he doesn't want to see them deleted. So his motivation becomes to save them.
1: Oh God. Him
0: watching
2: wow. his parents
1: die was great. It was
2: also that his dad was ready to fucking die for his son. I think the best
1: characters. Yeah. I was yeah, just absolutely. glad that this movie was prettier than Delgo. What okay. <sighs> so before we before we move on, do we want to do the marketing? Mel, did you cover the video game of this or no?
2: There's no video game. Yes, there is. Was it an app? Yeah. Yeah. Oh god.
1: There was a Why tie-in was that- mobile game called Pop Frenzy, the emoji movie game, a free-to-play bubble oh. shooter game that was released on iOS and Android with optional in-app purchases. Why they didn't oh, fucking call like- it the Emoji Pop is beyond me, but we can ignore it.
2: Oh, Wait,
3: that's so an, it's an app that's been reskinned like,
2: like times. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a hundred times. Or
0: Bust a Move, rather?
1: It's not Bubble bubble Yeah, it's
2: the one where you throw a ball and if they match the colors, the balls pop. It's nothing. It's yeah, a, Bust a Move. It, yes. Yeah. It's Bust a Move with Emoji Movie stickers on it. Not worth yeah. my time to talk about.
1: Wow. Yeah. Uh. So do we want to talk about the marketing and then delve into how we could have made it better? Yes, deeply. So this movie sounds like a nightmare because it is a nightmare. On December 20th, 2016, a teaser trailer for the film was released and it removed harsh criticism from social media users because we're going to talk about social media here. It's the emoji movie. It received almost 22,000 dislikes against 4,000 likes within 24 hours of its release, which is hilarious and expected. Yep. A second trailer was released in May of 2017. Please note that the Emoji Movie came out in July.
0: Good Lord. Yeah.
1: Yeah, second trailer, May 2017. That was panned as well. Sony promoted the release of the trailer by hosting a press conference the day before the Cannes Film Festival, which featured T.J. Miller parasailing in, which is hilarious, unnecessary, and sad. Variety called the event slightly awkward, and the Hollywood Reporter described it as promotional ridiculousness.
0: Yeah, Sounds about right. But it
1: gets worse. Sony Pictures was then criticized after the film's official Twitter account posted a promotional picture of a parody of The Handmaid's Tale featuring Smiler, the parody was considered to be tasteless due to the overall themes oh. of The Handmaid's Tale, and the image was deleted Why? shortly
0: afterward. I missed this. That's I did insane. not. Oh, it was nuts. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? Don't know,
1: but I, I really know. want to. Right? On July 17th, 10 days before this movie came out. The Empire State Building was lit emoji yellow with multiple cast members attending the ceremony, including Patrick Stewart, alongside Girls Who Code and World Emoji Day creator Jeremy Berg. Okay. On the same day, director Tony Leondis and producer Michelle Ramo Kyoyate joined Jeremy Berg and Jake T. Austin, to ring the closing bell of the stock exchange. (laughs) Okay. And Saks Fifth Avenue hosted a promo emoji red carpet event at the Saks New York flagship store to promote emoji movie branded merchandise.
2: Who was all this marketing for?
1: Who? Fucking who knows? Who knows? And of course, because this is social media, we now have YouTube involved
0: because- I was wondering if you were going to bring this up because this is the one thing that I paid attention to. This to me is yeah.
1: confusing. On July 20th, same here, eight days before the Emoji Movie came out to the public, Sony Pictures invited YouTuber Jax Films, who they considered the number one fan of the Emoji Movie, to the world premiere 3 days later and also sent him a package containing emoji movie memorabilia including fidget spinners face masks and a plush of the poop emoji cuz everybody wants that. Jack's Films had praised the movie for months prior. But apparently it was all sarcasm and he was making fun of the movie.
0: Yes. Yeah, it was clearly sarcasm. It, you couldn't mistake it for genuine I... Well,
2: it's because he was talking about the movie and was one of the few people constantly talking about it and has a huge following. It was more about making sure people were aware of it and went and saw, saw it out of morbid curiosity at that point. Also, as a Jenna Marbles stand podcast, fuck Jack's films as yeah, dogs. Yeah, fuck Jack's on.
1: films as dogs. Fuck Klondike <clears throat> and Ice Cube. What's its fucking name? Yeah. Who cares? They're no Kermit. God damn it. I think marble is my favorite, though. Oh yeah, marble is top dog. So marble is most powerful. I actually didn't know that review embargoes were a thing until I read about yes. this movie. So oh yeah, oh really? They had a uh, review embargoes for the film were lifted midday July twenty seventh, a few hours before the film premiered to the public. And it was a move considered among one of several tactics that studios try to curb bad Rotten Tomato ratings, which is valid because talking about the effect embargoing reviews has on the film's debut, Josh Greenstein, Sony Pictures president of worldwide marketing and distribution, I don't know if he is still in that position, said the emoji movie was built for people under 18, so we wanted to give the movie its best chance. What other wide release with a score under 8% has opened north of 20 million? I don't think there is one.
0: Yeah. And this sort of practice happens all of the time in video games as well. Uh, There are review embargoes, and sometimes when they think that they have something, you know, that could be blasted on their hands, they set that embargo date to like as close to sometimes on release day
2: just like the emoji movie sometimes embargoes are used to prevent big spoilers such as when movies have a very large twist that trailers haven't already given away or not but most of the time they're just used for bullshit i just wanted to point out review embargoes can be for good reasons
1: yes i assumed that they like I, i just have never encountered it before Yep, which is shocking this as movie. someone who worked on Marvel movies. But I guess if you're basing it on comics that came out 20 years, 40 years, 60 years, 80 years prior—not 80 years, but like example given—you know.
0: Yeah, uh, and to the point of that, under eight percent, it is at seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, good. And uh, um, so I actually paid to watch this on Vudu. Oof. Um,
3: dude. And.
0: Big oof. Uh. uh the they show the Rotten Tomatoes score, so it was 7%. Then they show the Voodoo user score, which was four and a fraction of the fifth star.
2: What? what?
0: Yes.
1: So out what?
2: of five.
0: Out of five. I yeah. guess
1: people like this movie.
0: I have no idea. I'm curious. Now I gotta look up the Rotten Tomatoes uh viewers score.
1: Go ahead, because critics fucking hated this. IndieWire gave the film a D writing, make no mistake, the emoji movie is a very, very, very bad. We're talking about a hyperactive piece of corporate propaganda in which Spotify saves the world and Patrick Stewart voices a living turd. But real life is just too hard to compete with right now.
0: Yeah, I don't feel like yeah. So I feel like it's important that we, whenever addressing or re- referring to Patrick Stewart, especially in the context of this film, that we include his full title, of Sir Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, because yes, they cast a real life knight of the realm as a poop emoji in the emoji movie.
1: Well, I mean, if Sir I recall- Anthony Hopkins was in a Transformers movie. Yes. Look, y-
0: which yeah, the Michael Bay's? Yes, yeah. He or was Anna. in Dark oh, of the Moon. Oh, okay, that's unfortunate.
2: Yeah, no,
1: uh, it was the, the last night. Is... Jesus Christ! No, fuck yeah. <laughs> Dark of the Moon was the, the last score one. Thirty-eight percent. Okay, so audiences did not like it. Two yeah. people on Voodoo liked it, and that's why.
0: Yeah, yeah who it, uses because those is Voodoo? are the only two people who actually watched it on Voodoo. I use Voodoo. Well, you're one of three now.
2: <laughs> you, you can it? rate it. Tank that rating.
0: <laughs> I, I gave it a fraction of one Good. star. Beautiful. The rap. I should have looked to see what impact that had.
1: The rap was also critical of the film, calling it a
0: soul-crushing
1: disaster because it lacks humor, wit, ideas, visual style, compelling performances, a point of view, or any other distinguishing characteristic that would make it anything but a complete waste of your time. Yes. Agree. Ooh, the New York Hard Times agree. described the film as... Nakedly idiotic, stating that the film plays off a Hollywood idea that panderingly, trendily idiotic can be made seem to seem less so. Which I don't think it can be. If it's pandering or trendingly idiotic, it's not going to be made less idiotic. Like, think about the Ugly Dolls movie that just came out. Oh, we going to watch that soon. No. I want to see uh. that. Oh, yeah, baby. Here's Here's my favorite, though my favorite review the guardians charles bromesco called the film insidious evil and wrote that it was little more than an exercise in advertising smartphone downloads to children
0: download crackle kids and that is the emoji movie
1: yeah how would we make this better guys
0: Okay. Give it a real story. Honestly, the simplest way to to make it follow jailbreak is exactly is not a, not even necessarily follow jailbreak but just let it be okay that their paths can diverge and they can support each other.
1: I think this would have been a better movie if we eliminated the character of Gene entirely and we because, like, Jailbreak's story is kind of the same as Jean's, but it's far more compelling.
2: Yeah. Oh, drat. So yeah. you get oh. the same
1: message.
2: Also, you don't need the emoji antagonist of Smiler. The antagonist should just be the countdown clock of shit. We're about to all be deleted. Yeah.
3: But we, I
0: don't know
2: why yeah. you needed Smiler.
1: I don't
0: know. Yeah.
2: It didn't add anything to the movie. I didn't like the robots, and I didn't think you needed the additional pressure of things following the main characters. There wasn't any logical use for them either, as evidenced by the fact that they were so easily dispatched when they were no longer needed.
0: So, here's my thought. Turn it into an adventure movie. Where, uh, yes, the main protagonist, the main antagonist is the threat of deletion. Uh, and uh, the reason for that main antagonist is because, say, Jailbreak and uh, Gene are uh, tired of being locked up in their text messaging app. And they go off in order to discover the other so worlds.
1: It's Tangled and Lego Movie instead of Wreck-It-Ralph and Lego Movie.
3: Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. So they cause problems that they don't realize that they're leaving impacts in every world that they're recklessly going to visit. Mm-hmm. And that creates the threat of uh, the uh, deletion.
2: Yeah. And they don't okay. know about it until they see the push notification pull down that says, I'm going to the phone store at 4 p.m. today. Meanwhile, yeah. you cut back every once in a while to Textopolis, where everyone is experiencing panic and. Uh, existential dread and it's actually funny and that's where you put the emoji jokes.
1: Okay, kind of like and Ralph.
2: Yeah. Okay. But then you have the characters not only having the arc of learning to be themselves within their place in society but also you get the fun of, oh god, everything is going to break and we need to save it all!
1: Everything is Awful!
2: Yeah, and then uh, Jailbreak from all of her learnings around the world comes back with the knowledge and is able to run Textopolis better or the emoji sending process, whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: They learn something from each world that they've visited that they can bring back in order to improve their own.
1: Yes.
2: Exactly. And also High Five is no longer voiced by James Corden and maybe... Doesn't even exist in the same form yet. You know what? Let's
1: get rid of high five entirely or make it Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh.
2: Can high five be the eggplant emoji instead?
1: Oh, I don't know if we can legally do this.
2: (laughs) I would love it if he was like, I don't understand why I'm in the user, the loser lounge. Everyone loves eggplant. Oh, I'm nutritious and delicious.
0: Uh, yeah, I think even in my notes I was like, can we just get an eggplant squirt emoji uh joke? Yeah, because we got be the elephant
1: it? fart emoji, like the elephant fart joke, so why can't we have the emoji one? Elephant uh,
2: fart. Yeah. Actively kind of a funny joke where I was like, heh, I can see where this could have been good.
1: Yeah, rude. Heh.
3: <laughs>
2: eh. Uh, eh yeah overall emoji movie would i recommend it maybe as something to yell at but even it's not as bad as some of the worst movies we've watched it's probably gonna fall strictly in the middle
1: yeah it was pretty fucking bland
0: yeah it's super bland and inoffensive and while most of the things that you guys uh watch has, (laughs) has <laughs> tends to have some sort of like core default that that both of you can speak to uh, from your experiences in uh, you know graphics and and things like that I didn't see anything super egregious mm-hmm. with this like this seemed well animated the animations to me a layman yeah, it's fine looked v- very natural and and perfectly serviceable uh, compared to a lot of the other things that you guys have covered on this show. Um, it was just boring and bland and went nowhere.
2: Yeah, it's the film equivalent of being dead
1: inside. Oh, my God, that's what it is. Yeah. It's so true.
0: If you die and go to purgatory, it is nothing but watching this movie on repeat.
1: That's a little too painful for me. That's a lot, man. (laughs) I can't. Well, wow. it's
0: neutral, right? It's 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 something that is easy to zone out. There's, there's plenty of stuff that uh, we've brought up that I don't remember, and I just watched it two hours ago.
1: I went to sleep halfway through, so I ended up also having to watch the last, like, 40 minutes of it afterward, so... There
0: are moments that I forgot immediately after they happened.
3: Yeah. Because the I
0: Gotta Be Meh thing, like I wrote in the notes in before he does some iteration of I Gotta Be Me, but it's I Gotta Be Meh. Little did I know that had just happened and I forgot about (laughs) it. And I was only reminded when watching through the credits and saw I Gotta Be Me was one of the credited songs.
1: I really want to recast James, not James, TJ Miller with Justin Timberlake so we can make the we can have somebody say the line it's gonna be meh Ah. oh
2: (laughs) wow
0: yes that actually would be funny missed opportunity and JT has
2: already done good voice acting I trust JT to have taken this movie into a better space yeah fucking as a character who is complicated nuanced and kind of angry oh
1: branch
2: you, you got to love Branch. I He's a good boy.
1: Branch. He's great. Yeah.
0: Though still, I would argue, at the end of the day, the problem with this film doesn't lie with its voice actors. They did the best that they could with what they were given. It lies with the script. It lies in its soul. DJ
2: Miller is still canceled. <laughs>
0: yes. It lies. DJ Miller is definitely still canceled. He was not yet, I don't believe, at the time of the Emoji no, movie uh, filming or release.
1: No, the, the problem with this movie lies in the weak script and the shitty idea. Yes. I also would like to
3: scream.
2: <sighs> all right. That's it. That's all we can handle. But instead of an ad slot this week, I am going to give up our ad space or more accurately, I'm going to give our ad space to the only people who in theory pay for us to continue to exist. Our parent site, toplessrobot.com. Ryan, this is probably the reason you're here is to do a long plug. So take it away, bud.
0: Well, uh, toplessrobot.com. I mean, you pretty much said it. We have a podcast network. We do gaming videos and uh, sometimes write articles but i'm focusing more on a multimedia direction so you can find us on facebook and youtube and at toplessrobot.com uh new site design will probably be live by the time that this episode comes out
2: probably hooray
1: we congratulations we swear that the content that is also put out by topless robot is better than what this podcast is
0: yeah i mean considering i uh Am on the Topless Robot podcast uh, every week. Um, this has not differed greatly from what we do uh, uh, there. It's just more topic centric.
2: All right, <laughs> <laughs> good to hear. So that's hey. been it. God, we don't. We've been suck. animated. We've had opinions. We really do suck, but that's okay. You do too. Bye. Bye. Bye, Ryan.
0: Goodbye.
3: Thanks for having me. Of course.